0: Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW. And today's episode is a Instagram live that I did a while back um, chatting about a therapy session I had um, in my own therapist's office um, regarding our own foster care journey. But I do think it's applicable to many foster mamas. A lot of questions that I get around just feeling like we're stuck, feeling helpless and sometimes hopeless in our foster care journey. So I'm hopeful that this can be an encouragement to you today. Um, I also wanted to let you know that I do share a little bit about my group coaching program, Fearless Fostering, in this episode. And it's really been a joy and a privilege to walk with the women who joined it um, the first time around, started in August, and now we are well into it. We had our retreat in person in Washington, DC last month in October. Um, and we are still going strong in the group. The applications are going to be opening up again in January. So if you are interested at all in the level of support that I described in this episode, I would encourage you to join the waitlist um, on my website, fearlessfostering.com, or you can find it on my Instagram profile, fearless underscore fostering. So let's get to the episode without further ado excited to share with you today. I had asked for questions and I did get a question, but I really feel like I should talk about something else right now. So I'm a little nervous because it's pretty vulnerable, but I think it's really important. So that's what we're going to start with today. So I had a really great talk with my therapist last week and uh, I have been going through, as I think maybe some of you know, I've been going through kind of some hard stuff with bio family for our little baby girl and son because they're bio-related. But so anyways, it's been really difficult for me because I feel like, especially as a Christian, I really am like, I want to love that mom. I want to like, you know, I want to support her. I want to acknowledge how hard this is and I want to be as much in her life and as support to her as I can, but I feel like, so, so my therapist, I'll I'll shorten the story and then I'll kind of elaborate on it. We were chatting, you know, for like the first half an hour. And then at the last like 15 minutes, he was like, uh, there's something else we need to talk about. And I was like, what? (laughs) Am i in trouble. And he was like, we need to talk about you. Not, not trying to have a relationship with her right now. I was like, what? Like, I was like, is that allowed? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. And so for a little bit of backstory, we offered an open adoption for our son and that was declined. So what I've been doing is just like communicating like once a month with like pictures and an update of both kids so that I could, you know, I mean, I can't imagine, like I said, as a mom, like I'm trying to have empathy. Like I can't imagine not having, raising my own kids. So like, I'm just trying to like be a loving person and a kind person. I'm an enneagram too. So also I just like I'm trying to be do what I would want to have done to me, right? So it's been a long, well, it's been a year. It's been exactly a little over a year since we adopted our son. And since the adoption went through, the like hostility meter has gone like up a lot. And so again, I hear that, I feel that, I'm holding space for that. But it also is still really hard for me. So my therapist was like, you just need to not anymore. Like this is not appropriate. This is not the right time. You've, you've tried and you've tried and you've tried and you've tried. And she literally is like kind of spitting in your face. And so, and he knows obviously that I'm a therapist too. So what would you tell a client, you know, who was having this, like a boundary struggle or relationship struggle like this in their life. And I was like, I would tell them that it's not healthy, that they need to not be pursuing someone who is like treating them that way. And he was like, yeah. And in my head, like all these excuses rushed into my head of like, why that's not, it doesn't apply to foster care. It's not the same as foster care. He doesn't understand foster care. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, maybe you're right. Like, is, but is that okay? And so I was kind of, he was like, where is this coming from that you feel like you have to do this? And I said, it's coming from a place of fear. And I think that most of our decisions, when we feel like we have to do something, there's always fear underneath of it, right? Like I'm a human too, so the same applies for me. So he's like, what are you afraid of? And I was like, well, I think what I'm really afraid of is, I'm afraid that someday my kids are gonna grow up and be like, you didn't try hard enough. You didn't work hard enough to keep this relationship with my mom, or you didn't work hard enough to try to keep her in our life. And he was like, and as soon as the words came out of my mouth, he was like, whoa, 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 like, he's like, all I see you doing is working hard. And he's like, Kathleen, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. And, And that is, there's freedom available to you in this foster care journey that you're not allowing yourself to have by just simply setting a boundary and taking a break, not forever, but for now and for the foreseeable future. And as soon as he said that, I was like, this weight came off of my chest. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, and he actually, he's a Christian. And he said, he was it Kathleen? Like the Bible clearly says, like, if you go to a town and they totally like, don't want to hear what you're putting down and they're not picking up what you're putting down, like just off your sandals and go to the next place. He's like, God does not want you to be a doormat. He doesn't want you to like beat a dead horse. He's like this, She's very young, right now, things could change in the future, but for right now, it's not healthy for you, it's not healthy for her, it's not healthy for the kids, it's not, not really healthy for anyone, for you to be continuing to like pursue her in this like hoped for bio family relationship that's essentially hoped for out of fear. And I was like, ah, mic drop. And so the reason that I'm sharing this with you is not to be like, whoa, Kathleen, your inner thoughts are, are out there. My reason for sharing this is to hopefully help you see that every thought and feeling is allowed first and foremost in foster care. And also to challenge you, where would you be able to find freedom in your foster care journey if you decided to look for it? And I think that I was actually saying to my husband and to some um, of my friends last week, I was like, I actually wouldn't have come to that conclusion on my own. And that's why there's so much value and benefit in having a place where you can be supported, where you can be encouraged and where you can be challenged to think about your foster care journey from a different perspective, to think about your relationships with caseworkers, bio family, everybody, lawyers, from a different perspective. Because I think I'm not the only one who falls into the trap of feeling like stuck and feeling like I have no power, there's nothing I can do when reality is, there's always something we can do, even if it feels like we can't or we shouldn't. And I would just encourage you, the same way that I was encouraged, to push back a little bit against those places in your foster care journey where you're thinking, "I have to do this." Hmm. Do you? Maybe sometimes you do. Maybe. Maybe I do. There's certain things that yes, I have to do. There's a lot of things in foster care that we have to do that we signed up for, but. So many other things where I feel like we do them out of guilt or should or oughtness. And it's like, this is not freedom. And truth be told, I actually think about back to the example of like when I had my uh, my big boys, gosh, I really had struggled to nurse my oldest son when he was born. And I felt so much pressure to keep going, keep going. Like you only breast milk is best. And like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I thought I'm really bad at this. And he's bad at this. And this is really stressful. And I felt the same kind of feeling like I have to do this. I have to, I should, no matter what it costs me, I'm going to do it. If I'm bleeding every two hours, like, and there's just, that's, I, I just don't, that's not the voice of God. That's not the voice of reason to be like, you have to, you must, you must like, God is not a slave driver. He's not like a he, he, he came for us to have freedom. And I think that like we are remiss in our foster care journeys when we don't allow ourselves to look for, to seek out and to have more freedom in our foster care journeys. So in our mental health in general, in <laughs> relationships in general. So I, again, just encourage you and challenge you with, gosh, do you have a place where you can go to get support around these issues? Do you have a community around you that can really say, Hey, hmm, that doesn't sound like it's really your freedom choice that you're making. It sounds like it's something you have to do. This is literally, again, why I'm creating fearless fostering the group coaching program so that I can be that person to sit on the other side across the table from you and say, Hey, let's look for ways to find freedom together in your foster care journey. Because like me, we can't always see it right when it's just us. Sometimes we get in our own way and we feel like we're stuck in these old habits and we have to do it a certain way, but that's why it's so important to have a group of people around you who get it, who know what it's like, and also to have a therapist who can sit with you and sit across from you, and a foster care informed therapist, hopefully, who is able to say to you, you know what, you sound really stuck in this circumstance. I wanna help you brainstorm some ways to make this burden feel a little bit lighter and a little bit easier for you. So that is my whole entire goal fearless fostering. So if you are at all interested, if you at all feel like this could benefit you, if you at all feel called to this, I would just encourage you to apply. The link is in my bio or on my website, fearlessfostering.com and see if this is the level of support that you might be missing in your foster care journey. Cause I know this is why I created it again, is to provide the exact level of support that I wish that I had when I first started fostering. And Honestly, but I wish I had now. So I'm thankful for my therapist and how he points that about out for me. But I do think there's still that missing link sometimes of this community aspect of, oh gosh, I want people who are going through this. I've said to my husband multiple times on our foster care journey, I've never experienced anything like this before where I really needed someone to fully understand what I'm going through. So if you feel that way, if you feel at all called to this, if you feel like at all this could be of support to you, It would be my honor to support you, to sit across from you, to challenge and encourage you and free you from some of the places where you're feeling stuck in your foster care journey. So reach out to me. Uh, DMs are always open. If you have any questions, let me know, and I'll be coming live a lot more in this next week or so, hopefully to encourage you more. Take care.